Out to the Sprint special guest line we go. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Makes the magic happen at the Deseret News covering BYU. He is our good friend Jay Drew. Hi, Jay. Good afternoon, guys. So, Jay, are you ready uh, for your trip up to the isolated wasteland that is Logan? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just glad I'm going to be in the press box. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we, we got uh, some nice run out of your MLP comments uh, yesterday. Yeah, MLPs from up that way, and uh, tried to explain to everybody yesterday what the uh, what, where all the hatred comes from. Which I guess uh, I guess you can buy into that if you want. It was one of those things where I think he was trying to be nice. <laughs> Jay, uh, what, what do you make of this matchup? Tree top it for us a little bit. What are you expecting to see? Yeah, it's really going to be kind of unpredictable, really, with the way BYU's played and the way Utah State's played uh, up until, you know, last week when they were steamrolled by Air Force. So um, I think it's going to be another kind of classic BYU-Utah State game, probably go down to the wire. Both teams look fairly evenly matched. Um, I think Utah State has a pretty good edge at quarterback, obviously, with Jordan Love, and, and so that probably gives them a little edge. Um, BYU has struggled to play well in the fourth quarter. They've been outscored 42-0 to zero in the fourth quarter the last three games. Haven't scored in the fourth quarter since the USC game. So um, they've got a lot of issues on that, that way. But it's still, I, I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll probably go down to the wire. Jay Drew with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone covers the Cougs for the Dez News. And uh, Jay, talk about the running game a little bit. Both teams uh, kind of vulnerable against the run, maybe BYU a little more so. But, uh, you know, Katoa and you're looking at uh, Finau, are they going to have the, uh, I mean, are they going to have big games, I guess? Yeah, they should do okay. I I mean, they'll they'll probably have Emmanuel Asupa back as well. So, uh he didn't play much against um, Boise State. I, you know, I don't know. If you look at Air Force, is just such a different animal and just the way they run the triple option. I don't know if you can really go off of that and say Utah State is bad against the run, just you know, because Air Force pretty much does that to everybody. So um, I think I think the Cougars will have a little bit of tough time running the ball. I think they're still going to have to pass the ball to, to win tomorrow night. Um, which, uh, you know, puts an onus on, it'll probably be Jaron Hall. I mean, they're not obviously saying who it'll be, but but uh, I think Jaron Hall, if BYU w- were to win, I think he's going to have to win it for him. Which one of those two quarterbacks do you like the best? Well, I think Jaron Hall won the backup job behind Zach Wilson for a reason, and uh, they identified that way back in spring ball where he got most of the reps with Wilson out and, and then carrying on into fall ball. So I think he gives them the better chance to win. I think he's a, I think they're pretty even throwing the ball. I think Jaron Hall is a better runner. I think Baylor Romney showed he might have a little bit better pocket presence um, and uh, can avoid sacks and, and kind of can fill the rush a little bit like he showed against Boise State. So they both have their strong points, but I, I just think Jaron Hall is the guy that makes you more – uh, multi-dimensional, and, and I think they're going to need that to, to beat the Aggies. Jay, uh, have you heard anything recently about uh, Kalani Sataki's job security? Have you gotten wind of, of how 
hot his seat really is? Not really. I mean, I think beating Boise State kind of uh, bought him some time as far as the, you know, the hounds being on his trail, so to speak. Um, but, you know, Tom Homo really hasn't spoken to the media in, in eons, uh, so we really don't know what he's thinking, and my guess is he wouldn't tell us anyway. But uh, so, yeah, to answer your question, no, I nothing really new. I just know that, you know, that win over Boise State, beating a, one of their three rivals uh, who was undefeated and number 14 in the country, has to, you know, it can't hurt him. It's got to help him in some way. Jay Jordan Love uh, is a talented quarterback, uh, has had some struggles this year uh, here and there. But uh, my question to you is, what can BYU do to stir a stronger pass rush? Yeah, I think uh, they haven't had a good pass rush this year. A lot of times they haven't really tried. They've dropped eight. I think he'll pick them apart if if they drop eight. I think they got to put some pressure on him and uh, get up in his face and make him like Air Force did, make him make the difficult throws. And then they also have to contain him, which has been another problem they've had this year. Uh, they did a reasonable job uh, containing Boise State's quarterback, but if you were to look at the South Florida and Toledo losses, and, and besides the fact that BYU couldn't stop the run, their biggest problem was they couldn't stop the quarterback. They couldn't contain him. They couldn't stop him on third and long from picking up first downs and prolonging drives. So I think they're going to have to figure out a way to contain Jordan Love and uh, make him a, a, only a thrower if they're, if they're going to slow him down. Jay Drew of the Deseret News with us covers uh, BYU for the Des News. Jay, the last three games, Boise State game included, BYU has run out of gas in the fourth quarter. Uh, is that something to be concerned about, or why do you think that is? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, offensively, I think they get conservative a little bit, a little too much, and start trying to maybe milk. milk. They've had leads, obviously, in all three of those games. Um, I don't think they're poorly conditioned. I don't. I think they're as well conditioned as any other team. So it's really hard to put your finger on. But I think if you were to look at subtle things, you would probably look at the play calling getting maybe a little, a little uh, more conservative on both sides. I think defense, like I was saying, they they drop back into that bend but don't break eight man drop defense, and teams have been able to you know, pick up yards on them and, and pick up first downs and, and, and keep the ball out of their hands. So what do you think the nature of this game will be, Jay? Do you expect to see a lot of points scored, or will it be sort of a struggle? I think it'll be kind of a defensive struggle. Just, I think it's going to be really cold. I think, uh, as you see, kind of like with the BYU-Utah game, I think I think both coaching staffs kind of – try to avoid turnovers at all costs. And, tr- and so I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, throwing big, big plays downfield, that sort of thing. So I, I think most of them are going to play it close to the vest, try to control the ball. And so I, I think I'd probably a score in the 20s. All right, Jay, just one more question for me, and, and Gordon might have another, but, but my final question for you, you've recently switched newsrooms. You've gone from the Salt Lake Tribune, and now you're over there at the Deseret News. So my question for you is, from an ego standpoint, who is the Gordon Monson of the Deseret News? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. Let me think. 
Um, I don't know. I uh, that's a tough one. Um, they're all uh, good guys at the Tribune, and they're all good guys over at the Deseret News. So, thank you, and Jay. Thank so you. That's hard to. <laughs> I can't really. I can't. I'd have to think about that one for a while. I'll have to take a pass on that one. I think I should say thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should punch Jake. Jake, he's the one that uh, deserves it. Uh, Maybe. Uh, Jay, hey, enjoy the game tomorrow. We really appreciate a a few moments of your wisdom to come on and preview this one for us. Thank you, man. You bet, guys. Have a great night. You too. Jay Drew of the Deseret News. What was that? What do you mean, what was that? I was curious. What was that? I was curious. Okay, look. First of all, you know I'm not a big ego guy. So why do you sure. why, why, why why do you paint me into this character? I'm that... Gordon Monsey. <laughs> Come on, that's all shtick. It's not real. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm painting you that way. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a funny question. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, but Jay took it seriously there for a while. (laughs) He did for a minute. And then when the person couldn't find my credential, I said, don't you know who I am? Mm. That's not Mm. what I said. That is not. That has been edited. Nope. Yes, it has. Hand hand, uh, to heaven has not. (laughs) I promise. Yeah, but that's not. I was was exaggerating the point. I wasn't. You said those words in that order. Mm. (laughs) Of course. Okay. And then when the person di- couldn't find my credential, I said, don't you know who I am? Mm. I'm Gordon Monsey. Mm. I was... Uh, of the was, SL trip. That was self- <laughs> I lived in L.A. I was self <laughs> I've been to the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> that was a self parody I know John Wooden. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, oh, man. I wrote Foxcatcher before the, they wrote it. The problem with you saying those kinds of things... As you've said them before. Is that, ...is that people think you're being serious. You know? Huh. It, it, mm. <laughs> They do. <laughs> that's not. That's not the way it is, folks. Really, don't don't uh, don't believe this stuff. I would have thought, you know, he would have pulled out a name at least, you know, Genesee or or Facer. <laughs> he couldn't find anybody to match the massive ego. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Jason this Lee. He's so back on true. the sports side for uh, for a little this bit. Is just so not true. I mean, but the problem is I can't defend myself because I can't say, no, no, I'm really humble because then that would be a brag. You're right? bragging about being humble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that would be so wholly words, untrue. I should, just, I, should just, <laughs> I should just take my medicine and shut up. My good friend Don Sterling, who happens to be an executive with the Jazz, I did get an invitation to go to the Playboy Man. I did meet Hugh. Oh, unbelievably nice. I got a phone call from Donald Sterling's executive who said, Donald really liked something you wrote, and he wants to invite you to a Clippers game to sit on the front row and go to dinner beforehand with him. I got a letter from Casey Case discussing something I had written. He said, I'm a fan, and I really enjoyed this. It was really, really good. I'm Gordon Monsey. Yeah, you're you're humble, all right. A model of humility. I really am. I am. I just. I. I don't know. I don't know what all that just was. <laughs> but it's not a true representation. There was a lot of it, though. <laughs> was it edited? <laughs> all right. Stay tuned. Oh, man. Yeah, but when you, when you do this for three or four decades, you know, you're bound to say something. You're bound to build up a. A cavernous ego? Is that <laughs> <laughs> he bragged about how long he's Ca- been doing this? Cavernous. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Don't you know who I am?